Welcome to the Horror Supernatural Chop Shop. Chopping up the good, the bad, the insane movies, TV shows of the horror and supernatural genre. With games, trivia, facts, and more. Hey everybody, welcome to the Horror Supernatural Chop Shop. Your host every time, Zach, THS Chop Shop, also known as Zach the Chop Shop, you know, and Zach, Mr. Eyeliner, creator of 12 Amazing Eyeliners. Well, this week, I'd like to let you know this is going to be another solo po- uh, podcast. Unfortunately, Evil Pris, uh, she's having some personal problems and she can't be on this podcast, but this week, I like to talk about one of my favorite films from like the 2000s era, and it's our 29th episode. Yes, 29th episode. I'm so excited for this. So on this episode, I will be discussing the 2014 American supernatural psychological horror film written and directed by David Robert Mitchell. The film entitled It Follows. Dum, 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 dum. So if you ever seen the follows, I I want to first start saying by we've done a lot of podcasts, me and Chris and me myself. Uh, we've done a lot of podcasts about films that should be shown in sex ed in high schools because these films will warn off future rapists and future bad people and future couples from like not being protected when they're having their intimate relationships, because this movie would show you all of it. I'm just saying. All right, so this movie starts off in the beginning with a young woman named Annie, and she's fleeing through the woods. Fleeing, uh, fleeing from her house, I mean. Uh, there's no visible threat. You don't see anything. But she takes her parents' car in such fear. You see it in her eyes, fear, and drives to the beach. Where she is tearfully uh, calling her dad on her phone, saying she loves him, and on voice message. And we fade to blood, we kind of fade, and we get to a next scene. By morning, Dawn is revealed that Brilly murdered. And that's the beginning of this movie. Afterwards, Jamie, who I'm going to refer to as Jay, because she's called Jay in the entire film, Jay goes on a date with her new boyfriend, guy she has a crush on, Hugh, and he goes to the movies. While they're at the movies, Hugh points out a young girl in the back of the theater. Jay doesn't see anything. When Jay says she cannot see the girl, Hugh becomes unnerved and asks that they leave. So they do. That's the end of that first date. On another date, Hugh and Jay have sex in his car. Unprotected. But afterwards, he incapacitates Jay with chloroform. And yeah, that's that's a sexy second date, isn't that, guys and girls? Yeah, so he does that. And she wakes up tied to a wheelchair at a location that he knows. And that's, to me, at that point, messed up. Like, you don't know what this movie is about at this point. But so far, we're getting a lot of music and back soundtrack and scoring 
that reminds us all, if you really have watched this movie, it reminds you all of a, like a John Carpenter film. It has that very eerie feel. All right, so then when we get back from when she wakes up, Jay wakes up, Hugh explains that he has passed an entity onto her through intercourse. Huh, again, sex, <clears throat> just saying. Uh, someone gave it to him, and he passed it to her. This this entity will take forms of maybe someone you love, maybe someone you remember, maybe this is a stranger, you never know. So it will be, it's, it's walking, okay, so basically, sorry guys, so from here on, this is what Jay explains, this is where Jay is just like, I don't know what the hell's going on, but Hugh explains all this to Jay. And as he was explaining it, he he has seen an entity walking by the location where there are currently. And this is where he claims proven real, like this person is real. And he shows Jay, this entity, where it's a naked woman who appears and walks straight for Jay. Okay, this point, Jay drives... Hugh drives Jay home, throws her out, pretty, pretty much throws her out of the car. Really classy, buddy. Really, really classy, you dumb douche. And she flees, and he flees. Her sisters and the friend help her inside and everything. And the next day, the police cannot find the naked woman or Hugh, who was living under a false identity. At the school she, Jay goes to, and old, she's sitting in class. And she's kind of just like wandering off. All of a sudden, she looks at the window and she sees a woman in a hospital gown walking towards her, invisible to everybody else in the classroom in general. Even Jay's sister. Everybody. So Jay's sister, Kelly, and her friends, Paul. And please remember Paul, because he'll be very pivotal by the end of this. Paul and Yara Davis agreed to help and spend the night in Jay and Kelly's house. Jay freaking out, not knowing what's going on with her that night. Well, they all think there's nothing there. They're all like telling her and they're going to protect her. But someone smashes the kitchen window. Paul investigates but sees no one. Inside the house, Jay sees a disheveled, urinating, half-naked woman walking toward her and runs upstairs to the others in such a frantic panic. Who, I mean, that was amazing how she did that. Who cannot see the enemy? She can only see the enemy still. After, like, numerous of her sister, her sisters go in, then Paul comes in, then when her sister comes back in, as she's walking in, a tall man enters the bedroom. Jay literally jumps out a window or such, flees the house, gets on a bike. Her friends catch up to her to a near, like nearby, like parking lot, like parking ground area, like, uh, you know, playground where we used to be and all that. But at the same time, we get like we get introduced to like her neighbor Greg, who's making out with this this girl, uh, who's like a neighbor who sees her do all this. So then later on, Greg discovers Hugh's real name is Jeff Redmond. And traces him to the, his address. Because so now Greg is a part of this group. And I, nah, I mean, if you're a person watching the movie, you know that like Greg really because probably wants to put it in Jay, and he's a little nasty neighborhood boy. But anyway, so Jeff's mother answers the door, 
And Jay realizes that the naked woman she had seen coming for her in the parking, uh, the the packyard plant, was in form of Miss Redmond. Jeff explains the NCB began punishing him after a one-night stand, and that Jay now, yes, now Jay, can pass it on. Now, simply by having sex, being irresponsible, having sex, giving it to somebody else, and that's how it will be passed on. And after she hears this, uh, what do you think she would do? You know, like a good person would not even consider that. But all right, so Greg drives Jay, Kelly, and Yaw and Paul to his family's lake house after all this. And teaches Jay to shoot a revolver gun. Yeah, this is from one of my favorite scenes in movies. So Jay's friends uh, ward off. But, uh, basically, they, they wander off to the beach to hang out. And Greg has to go take a piss. Alright, so he's going to like the bushes to get his piss. And all of a sudden, they're all just calm and collective. And you see the enemy coming up. But then, all of a sudden, you don't. And it pulls Jay's hair. And Jay is, like, all freaking out. Paul tries to help her by hitting the entity he can't see with a chair. Paul gets thrown like a motherfucker. And that's where they all flee and ward off and go to, like, the, the cabin over there. All right, guys. So, so far, what do you think of this film? Because I think the film is very underrated. I think the film is not appreciated by more people. And I think it's a great cautionary tale. And they, the fact that the director did not give us anything so far, but we are scared of the creature, of the entity, that's great. So once they're in there, Jay sees the, the, the entity keep coming and shoots it several times until it falls over. But easily it recovers, unharmed, and attacks Jay again. This time taken up from a boy who lives next door to Jay. She flees to Greg's car, crashes that bitch into a cornfield, and wakes up in a hospital with a broken arm. And this time, we see Flash of, now Greg, kind of believing it, has sex with Jay in the hospital as he does not believe the NC exists. Everybody else kind of believes it. He doesn't because he was taking his piss and he didn't see anything. So he has sex with Jay. So guess what, guys? This entity has been passed over. This thing has been passed over to Greg. So we get to days later. And Jay sees the entity in the form of Greg walking towards Greg's house. Smashing a window of Greg's house and entering said Greg's house. Jay tries to warn the real Greg by telephone, but he does not answer. Once she runs to the house and finds the entity in the form of Greg's half-naked mother knocking on his door before it jumps onto Greg in a seriously sick scene, Jay sees the entity having sex with a dead Greg. Like, lifeless dead Greg. Like, no soul left. Nothing. And then she flees by car and spends the night outdoors on a beach. And Jay sees three young men on a boat. She then undresses and walks into the water. Uh, you know. That's what Jay did. I have no idea why that scene happened. You know, you tell me. Uh, Back home, Paul, willing to take the risk, offers Jay the opportunity to pass it on to him. But she refuses. They're good friends. He loves her. She loves him as a friend. You know, friend zone. Keep it in the friend zone. That's where you keep it. 
So that's where he's at. The group plans to kill the enemy by luring it into a swimming pool and dropping electrical appliances into the water. Yeah, smart. Again, this whole film is set up in a city, which I think it was Detroit before it got bought over by Hollywood. And it's like, it's totally empty, desolate. Uh, there's phones that I don't even think exist at this point. I don't know what kind of thing they're doing, but the score itself kind of translates to you to this world. And I love it because it's very Carpenter-like. So, you know, as, they, as they're there, waiting at the swimming pool, Jay is waiting in the pool, spots the entity, and realizes it has taken the appearances of her deceased father. Fucked up shit right there. Instead of entering the pool, it throws devices at her. Like, literally, they are throwing it in the pool, but the enemy is throwing it at her. Firing at an invisible target, Paul accidentally wounds Yara, but shoots the entity in the head. They then cover it with a sheet in the water. Paul shoots it once more, causing it to fall into the pool. And as Jay tries to get out of the pool, it pulls her under the water by her ankle. It's like, this girl has no, no luck at all. No luck. No luck. So she approaches the pool. Uh, so, and then, allowing, but like, as I, Paul shoots it in the head and takes it to the bottom, it allows Jay to escape. She approaches the pool and sees no body. No body at all. But miss the blood. All right. Odd. Jay and Paul, later on in the scene, have sex. Paul's golden... Golden ticket, his dream right there. They have some sex. After that, you see Paul on the scene, <clears throat> driving downtown, passing by buildings. But what is he looking at? Passing by prostitutes. Thinking maybe he can give it to somebody, but he doesn't do it because he's still the good guy. God, you have to know this. Paul did that for Jay. Well, Paul later on wants to give it to someone else because at that moment, he wants to give it to someone else so he and Jay could be together, I think. And not have this shit come back. But again, if that person dies, this enemy will come for you as soon as that person's wrapped. So you better make sure you give it to that person that gives it to a million other people before this thing might come for you again. And that's the real deal. Uh, it's not like it's it's not PC or anything, but in this situation, it follows is about somebody getting a sexually transmitted enemy disease, not a disease, but an entity. That follows them now. A curse on them. So if you don't give that curse to another, you will keep that curse for so long. Good luck. So that's how that works. Alright, so the spoiler and the, the ending of this movie is this. We see a knight. Alright, let's describe with Paul passed by the prostitutes. But then we get another sequence with Later on, it's during the day, beautiful day, fall season, it seems like. Jay and Paul walk down the street holding hands. But as they hold these hands, a figure walks behind them. Is that a figure that's coming after now, Jay? Or Paul? We don't know. And that's the beauty of a mysteriously well-made film by a director that really thought about not giving too much away, and but giving us everything. And he did. And that was one of my favorite films of that year. And that is It Follows. Now, guys, I'd like to talk about the sponsors that we have that really support this show, that have been supporting this show, that really are always great to us. And our first sponsor is 
gg.company. They are a hardworking company that focuses on horror and music items, but also helps get the best items to customers that who have been thriving for. And they have incredible products such as Mezco toys, pop vinyls, and much more that collectors love and consider gold to them. Uh, currently, they have been doing a great new job uh, on whatnot.com. So check them out, www.whatnot.com slash user slash tge dot collectibles the site also sells my collective my pencils my collectible uh, not really my personalized 12 eyeliner pencils and they're all inspired by lost ones family memory stories and my history of life so please check these out mr eyeliner pencils and shop their awesome site at tge.company and use discount code from us all lowercase chop shop for a 10% discount off your entire entire order. Hell yeah. And remember, collectibles are the future. Haha. Our second uh, sponsor for the night is Blood Witch Unlimited, owned by my good friend JD from JD horror movie reviews on instagram he's a great guy a company that's focused on providing all clothing and accessories with the highest quality and designs focusing on all things dark right now i like to i always like to mention a new item it's hard sometimes a lot of these brands and these companies that are sponsoring us i don't get to talk to them but i get to go to their instagrams and their websites and i see something that really touches me and really inspires me so this week i like to talk about their fear city t-shirt which represents welcome to fear city a survival guide for visitors to new york city guys i'm a born and raised new yorker um he's not but like at the same time this shirt is amazing it represents like the old days in new york where it was scary to walk down like second avenue like just think basically a charles bronson movie you know think all that shit. No, the Warriors. That's what New York used to be. And that's what that shirt really represents. Sure, it's such a kick-ass design. I can't wait to get mine. And yeah, you guys should shop that right now. And this company right here, they believe in no saviors. Look within yourself. That's an amazing quote. Shop now at com. Follow and start a conversation with them on Instagram at bloodwitchunlimited on Instagram. And let them know that Zach from the Chop Set shop shop sent you that way please because i want jd you know i'm really helping him out he's a great guy all right so before i give any scores uh to this movie tonight i like to discuss upcoming movies upcoming movies uh horror fans horror listeners it's hard like right now we're living like i, I know this coming weekend coming up next weekend i mean it's like that $3 deal at AMC theaters and whatnot. But there's not really a lot of good movies. Yeah, I want to see The Imitation. I, I truly want to see Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. It's not really playing anywhere by me, but I want to see it. But movies I look forward to. Oh, my God. Did you see this week the Terrifier 2 trailer? The Terrifier 2 trailer looks fucking kick-ass. That's going to be on Screenbox and available in local theaters, supposedly, in October at some point. And after that, uh, my buddy uh, threw me on to the Jeepers Creepers remake, uh, not remake, but new new blood in it. You know, I'm not going to mention the old movies because of certain reasons we all know about. But this Jeepers Creepers trailer with this new director, this new writer, 
it seems so much stronger and it's so amazing just in the trailer i can't wait to see this thing so i hope uh anything that you guys want to say if you guys want to recommend and you want to post on spotify or itunes you want to go on our facebook or instagram the horse of natural chop shop on instagram is our best way if you want to just go on there when i post the movie i'm reviewing or we're reviewing that on mondays post a question man and people post something uh even say movies that you are looking forward to so I can discuss them. Because I love discussing upcoming movies I look forward to. I mean, sometimes they will be great. Sometimes they'll suck ass. But I'm telling you right now, I don't think Terrifier 2 is going to suck ass. I also don't think Halloween Kills was, like, the greatest. But I think Halloween Ends is not going to suck ass. I think Halloween Ends, from what I've seen, is going to kick ass, too. So I look forward to these new movies. But, all right, let me get back into my ratings for It Follows. It follows, I will give this movie a 9.5, and I will give it three bloody hearts out of four bloody hearts, because It Follows was a stunning creative film by an indie director that really went there and made something where you couldn't tell what time zone it was in, where it was being filmed, what was going on, that he never felt like you had to, you had to cheapen the film by giving you a main source of what it is, what the entity is, it follows is truly a movie that was this creepy, scary, carpenter-like, score was carpenter-like. Um, everything was very generally well done. Um, Micah Monroe, like she's gone on to do so many cool, great films. I just saw her new film, Watcher, uh, on Amazon. Very good. She She is such a great actress. I think she is like, in the running for Scream Queen and great horror films. A lot of people always consider Jenna Ortega, I know, and I do too, but Micah Monroe, Monroe, I think her name, yeah, she is one of the best since It Follows. She's been in some of the greats, and I like her a lot. And uh, that's our, that's basically it. So yeah, definitely It Follows. If you haven't seen It Follows, please uh, try to watch it. It's available in very much a lot of apps. So you can uh, definitely find it. I also want to give a shout-out to my buddy, uh, the Toxic Baker, who creates terrifyingly tasty treats. And this dude is so awesome to me. He invited me to a great horror convention. It's many hours away from me. Unfortunately, I could not attend and promote there with him. But I look forward to meeting him in person soon and promoting with him and working on him very soon. So check the Toxic Baker out on Instagram at the Toxic Baker. He's a great guy. He makes great munchies. He sent me some great stuff for my birthday this past year. And I want you to know you can follow me all the time at in the Horror Supernatural Chop Shop on Instagram. Also, the Horror Supernatural Chop Shop group on Facebook. And you can email me. Or if you have any friends or con people that want to like put me onto a con for my speaking engagements, I'm also you know I don't know if you guys know, but I'm an anti-bullying anti, you know, activist. I'm a public speaker. I speak on hashtag horror movie lovers against bullying, and that's what I do at many combo conventions and horror cons. So if you guys know anybody who wants to book something like that or want to give me the information, please email me at Zach Z A C H T H S Chop Shop at Gmail dot com. Or hit me up again, a message on the Horror Supernatural Chop Shop on Instagram. And also follow my uh, co-host, I Can't Be It's Evil Pris on Instagram. 
and support my brand, Mr. Eyeliner, at Mr. Eyeliner on Instagram. And understand that's an anti-bullying eyeliner brand I've supported for years. I spent my life savings on. I love it. So this show is all about supporting horror lovers and reviewing good movies, bad movies, whatever movies, but giving comments and having support and having collaborations and having some contribution contributions as well. We should all like contribute to this community. We should all like join forces. And anybody wants to ever join the show as a special guest host, hit me up again at the Horror Supernatural Chop Shop. I'm welcoming a lot of special guest hosts in the fall season. I can't wait to have that as well. And I said, I want to say thank you all. Have a great rest of the week. And as the late, great, my hero, George A. Romero, George A. Romero used to say, stay scared. See you at the movies. And as I want to say, Keep horror loving going, guys. Have a scary, great week. Watch some horror independence. Support horror directors. Support horror websites. Support horror accounts on Instagram and other channels. And support each other. Bye-bye. Stay scary.